we are now live so good evening everybody and welcome to the eighth episode of at home with the fishes need to think this out better. <laughs> there we go at home with the fish episode Sorry. episode eight and i am sat on a reason reasonably high chair and tonight our special guest is prickly sauce uh, but he, he has got a real first name, uh, and it's Rob. So, yeah. how are you, Robert? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great, guys. Thank you for um, yeah inviting me in. It's very comfortable here at home with you guys. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Um, so, let me just see who's on and just say a few hellos. So, we've got Wayne the Wood Turner, Andy Pugh, who sets a, an alarm to remind him. Hi, guys. Uh, Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft, Wagger. Hi, Wagger. Uh, Steve Coombs, uh, Dave the Wood Barber, um, Leona Fay. Hi, Leona. T plus G Making. Hi, Mike Jamie. Atkinson. Yo, bro. <laughs> Woo! Mikey A. So I think that's everybody who's in the chat at the minute. So welcome, um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So um, we're delighted to have Prickly Sauce, aka Rob, on the podcast with us. Um, and I've been looking at your website, and you describe yourself as a carpenter, joiner, adventurer, designer, computer and electronic dabbler, printmaker, windsurfer, and bread maker. Um, and you design and create beautiful and interesting objects, uh, creating products that are thought through, aesthetically pleasing, useful, and things that make you smile. Very eclectic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, that sounds very much like the prickly sauce that we know. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll ever forget the backpack that you had on at Makers Central last year with the video that was just super cool it really was um so i think that was the first time that we met you um make a central yeah uh rob uh robert felt like he'd, he'd been in touch but uh yeah it was it was amazing to feel this appendage <laughs> on his back and it was that it was that good that jimmy deresta uh, did comment on it a couple of times and how cool it was. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the video backpack, but yeah, that was our first introduction to uh, Rob uh, in the flesh, uh, and we've we've kept in touch ever since. And uh, Rob's been uh, a great support and follower, and he's yeah, he's sort of like really really gone out of his way to help me yeah. and us and come up with some ideas so yeah is is uh, very geeky aren't you rob really and that's that's that I'm a, I'm a geek did you say yeah you're a geek yeah you're definitely that, a geek but that's that's obviously one of the highest compliments you can be made this day and age so okay i'll take that one for, as a compliment yeah. But yeah you're right i kind of do everything it's it's interesting nicola hearing you saying reading out what i've written on the website I'm, maybe i need to update that a bit now but um but it, it's true that i kind of i have interests literally in everything hmm. um you know it doesn't to me it's all just about creating and making and it, it really doesn't matter so 
Yeah, the fact I say in there that, you know, I like to make bread. Bread is a creative process as much as yeah. maybe doing something with timber or you know, electronics, which you know I dabbled in, but I'm you know, kind of learning. So, so it's really a process of just creative designs and using materials and then trying to learn if you don't know the tools or how to use them, you know, putting that into action and then you know, hopefully making the thing that you, you have in your head. You, know, you come up with crazy ideas and you just you just kind of want to make these things yeah i think i mean i like baking bread and i like baking as well and i think there's something about putting something together from raw ingredients and getting something out at the end of it it's even though it's not making something like a wood turned project or um a cabinet made out of wood it's that creative process as well and it all to me it all sits together but the process is exactly the same so it, you know it is literally using tools and materials and putting those together to make the the object or the thing that you want to do and it's you know every loaf will be different or will be different to the people that are making it they're quite quite unique to the person yeah mm -hmm. Anyway, let's not let's not delve too deep because <laughs> we, we might be we might be crossing into uh, the the questions we're going to ask you here. So uh, we don't we don't want to be spoiling it too much. So yeah, okay. let's, it's easy to just go off and start talking, but we have we have the specific questions, and it's a bit like remember the inside the actor's studio with James Lipton, and he used to have celebrities on the stage, uh, and every week he would ask his guests you know everyone tom hanks and tom cruise and will smith all these amazing celebrities and actors uh you know these specific questions every week yeah so yeah so I'll we've just... got to ask the specific questions and yeah these yeah. that we have yeah yeah that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna do but <laughs> cognizant of the fact that we was off then we were we'd taken off it was organic yeah it was organic um so as we've said, um, we've got some questions that we'd like to ask everybody who comes on to this segment of Make a Monday. And the first one is, why do you make? Well, I can't not make. I always have. You know, it, it, it really is part of me. So, you know, all the time I'm creating and making, I'm always thinking about different projects, uh, different things to make. Yeah, even going, you know, way back. So when I was a really small kid, you know, my mum says that she'd give me and my sister boxes, you know, a whole pile of <laughs> old, old boxes to do stuff. My sister would tidy them up and tessellate them all together. Mm. And I'd make an absolutely massive mess and end up with a spaceship or a castle or something. Mm. And, you know, that has always been a constant right through my life with whatever I've done. And it's always been about creating in some way or other. Mm. Yeah, I can't get away from it. Yeah, it is it is who I am and what I do. Um, fortunately, I make money out of it, and also I can you know, do the YouTube and projects on that side as well, which you know doesn't necessarily pay any money, but it it gives me a greater outlet to explore the ideas that i have um yeah. mad if i if i can do it <laughs> we've said before it's kind of it's to do with how you're wired and we've said so many times that 
makers are wired in this way and people have got to make it's it's sort of um it's like a driving force that mm. they've got to respond yeah. to yeah it, it it definitely does drive me and it well even beyond that it is is now so ingrained that i do it all the time there's a, a a story a few years ago so claire my wife and um she she would say things to me and i'd like you never said that, you know, I, I can't remember you saying that. And we, we thought I had a problem with my hearing to the point where I went off to see a specialist. And, um, you know, having worked with power tools for all my life, I wondered whether I'd lost sort of the, the top end on my hearing. Mm. And, you know, maybe I wasn't picking up on stuff. So I told him the story. He checked me out. And then at the end, he said, it's official. You don't listen to your wife. <laughs> Which... Um, She's never let me me live down. But but what I didn't realise then, and I think I've come to realise, is I spent so much time in my head thinking and designing and thinking through the designs and the things I'm creating. Uh, I think part of that is you block out. Mm. Your, so you become quite internalised at times, um, which makes it difficult for my family because, you know, sometimes... I'm not there in the room and they might be talking to me and I'm, I'm aware of it. I try, mm. try to engage as much as I can, but I do get crowded in with my thoughts and things that I'm working on most of the time. Deep. And that, that's, that's in some the best place to be. You, you go have... off with the fairies like I do, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you probably, mm. Wife looks at me and thinks, oh, he's off again, you know, mm. thinking. But, but so much of my process initially is in your head and even when you get down to designing out or putting things on paper or actually making them mm. you're still working through problems and you know your your head is such a, a fantastic spatial 3d place to be you, know, you don't actually need a computer you know i use computers to to work 3d models but you don't actually need that yeah um because you can do it in your head you can have any condition that you want and test out ideas in your head so so super important part of of it for me but um yeah it's official i don't actually listen <laughs> <laughs> i'll try i'll try and keep engaged with you guys tonight <laughs> so um another question for you then that sort of is of personal interest to me are you an introvert oh yeah no totally yeah no i'm an introvert in in the sense but it but it's in the sense of you know not being shy yeah, um, that manifests itself as a, a child. Um, but, you know, as you grow as an adult, I, you know, I love people and socialise with them. But, you know, you do have the distinct introverts and, and extroverts. And I'm happiest working by myself in the workshop. I could do that for weeks and weeks and months and not speak to anyone and be mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I don't need them. Particularly, I don't need... Um, the input from outside sources, which is you know, the definition of introversion, and in that yeah. an extrovert has to have others around to give them the the energy and feedback that they mm. need to go forward. Um, I don't need that. So yeah, no, I'm totally an introvert. Mm, it's interesting. I think I'm sort of like slap bang in the middle of that. Really, you know, uh, uh, I, I yeah, I can be as perfectly happy on my own with my thoughts rattling along 
but I also, you know, love love to have friends around and, you know, be chatting and thrashing ideas around and backwards and forwards with uh, topics and theories and different uh, ideas. So yeah, I, I think I'm sort of like right in the middle. I think as a child, I'm I'm I was very sensitive as a child and easily upset, uh, but. That, that I wouldn't class that as being introvert because mm. even as a child I like to, you know, have fun and was chatty. But uh, yeah, I think I'm slap bang right in the middle. I can, I, I can I think, that I a bit either. Yeah, as, as a child, it, it's different. You're still learning, but you know, I, I think the true sense comes out when you're an adult. But yeah, yeah kind of like Maker Central, which you mentioned, those for me are quite tough. Not that you know, I don't like talking to people but I'm exhausted by the end of it because yeah. I'm used to it and I you know I notice within half an hour I can't talk because I don't talk much you know I'm working by myself so the you know those muscles aren't being used yeah. uh, you know, it's amazing you know experience and show and meeting everyone but absolutely whacked out by the end <laughs> yeah. yeah well you said you were as well you know you were yeah. tired and and your, your voice was going as well wasn't it so yeah definitely yeah well, it all out. i can feel it going a bit already <laughs> talking 10 minutes. well if you need if you got a drink of water there with your rub or tea or yeah I do. yeah got a glass of water right, okay so yeah. yeah yeah keep keep uh mm. hydrated and stuff so so uh, Chris, how how do you talk for so long? Yeah, you know, I, I had the pleasure of coming and seeing you on Saturday demonstrating, and you were up there for three hours on the first one, mm. talking pretty much the whole time. You know, is this something that comes naturally, or have you just got used to it? Well, no, it comes naturally, and I enjoy it. But it, remember how I touched on the fact that the more I talk uh, at a demo, uh, and it's like when I'm doing a YouTube video, I'm describing as much as I can. That's helping my mental uh, imagery. So the more I'm talking and describing what I'm doing right there and then, the pictures evolve in my mind. So sure. uh, yeah, it's it's an aid and a tool as much as, uh, you know, engaging. And, you know, I know the Axminster demos are free events, which is brilliant, but you have to make sure that the the people there get the money's worth you know if i can use that metaphor oh we definitely got our money's worth on saturday Chris. <laughs> yeah so yeah you have to keep talking otherwise you know that they're there the what's he doing oh this is pretty boring and you know they want to come and be entertained and learn and be inspired and feel comfortable so they can start asking questions and so yeah i enjoy it it's really hard work and uh, i can feel myself getting tired like i said just before we came on air since we've had dinner this evening i can feel myself beginning to slowly uh <laughs> get fatigued and nicholas said i'm beginning to look a little fatigued now and i had an afternoon nap yesterday so yeah it just it takes its toll on me but yeah i love it i love it so well, yeah, that that showed you were you know, incredibly engaging, and also what you're saying—that sort of chat back and forth—and it, you know, I like your style. In that, you know, after half an hour, there was just a good chat going between the audience and yourself, and questions yeah. and that, you know, you know, it's really nice. You know, it makes everyone feel that they're part of what you're doing. 
well that's it we've got to we've yeah we you know i want everybody there to feel like you know we're friends and we can discuss what you want and i don't mind people can be asking me you know oh yeah chris so you went blind but what was it like it doesn't matter and i say that you know ask me whatever you want whilst i'm up here turning you know it doesn't have to be you know how you know what finish are you going to apply and you know how how you know yeah ask me whatever you want it's it's cool it's an open forum really uh so yeah i want to everyone everyone to feel like you know we've been friends for years and we can have a good time yeah that definitely came across uh it's yeah I couldn't do it because I couldn't talk that long. <laughs> no, no, you'd be like, <laughs> uh, as you probably noticed, I don't talk on my videos, so it's um, it's probably a good reason for that. So, <laughs> well, if you, if yeah, if your uh, your voice is drying out and then you're struggling to talk, and you know, like you say, you're you know, you've, you're an introvert deep down. No, it's fine. It's fine, and you know what people have to realise is. It's, it's your youtube channel you make videos what you you know the way you want to make videos and that's what makes the channels unique yeah no yeah definitely I and mean, you definitely go down the route that you want so i i mm. did start off talking on videos and i found it really difficult because it's quite an alien thing to do mm. when you're, you're talking to a screen and not to people it's a really odd yeah. situation so I stopped doing them and started putting music on. And I remember that, you know, one day this um, subscriber popped up on my channel called, called The Blind Woodturner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I was, and do you remember meeting uh, Maker Central last year? And I came up to you and said, why do you watch my videos? You, you know, the, there's no, all there is is some funky music and nothing else. Mm. And... Um, yeah, you, know, you told me. Unfortunately, you, know, you Nicola, you have to you know, describe videos that Chris is interested in. I believe is that yeah, right? yeah. Um, I think it's it's got better, hasn't it? Because I think there seem to be more people who are talking on videos now. Whether it's because of you or it's just part of their own evolution, but um, I think some of the people that know of you have maybe maybe done more talking on videos mm. um see it's an interesting thing i think it was jimmy dresser on one of his vlogs because he doesn't talk a great deal and he mentioned that if you don't talk you actually open up your videos to a greater audience across the world who mm. don't speak english which is a brilliant thing so it's kind of that whole you know, yeah. mr bean type thing you know it, it's yeah. from you know wherever and you know that, you know, I look at where all the subscribers come from, and it is right around the world. You know, countries I hadn't even heard of. Yeah. But it wasn't until meeting you that I actually realised that you know I was cutting off a section of people who maybe want to enjoy my videos. Not having talk on there or description is, you know, makes it difficult for you because you more work, Nicola, and it means that Chris, you can't experience enjoy you know video without having to get additional help. So um, I, 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 I think what I've said in the past, and I think it's a great idea, you know, if, if you're not a, a great talker or you don't want to talk and you want to speed your videos up and not talk and put some music in, that's fine. But, you know, let's say every every sixth video, every now and then just do, you know, a video, you know, especially for the visually impaired or 
whatever, you know, just so. Uh, well, Rob did that special audio yeah. described yeah, version, yeah. which was good. Uh, and and well, it, was, it was from meeting you back in you know, 2018 that it, well, it was actually before that show, because I think I said at the time, well, I'm going to do something for you. I didn't say that at the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped doing videos for a while, but it, yeah, it did kind of, yeah, it inspired me into thinking about, um, yeah, I don't like calling it a vlog. I actually say this is not a vlog. And <laughs> what I do isn't about that. So it's partly, it's this kind of hidden video that you can find if you know where it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I do a, a description of the video, but it's also a bit like a scrapbook as well. So, so actually, realizing that i needed to talk was a fantastic thing because it opened up these greater uh, possibilities of actually explaining about some of the stuff that's going in my head and the creative side of it and the process of getting somewhere or the design thoughts which maybe don't come out in the video um and yeah it's been i think really positive i you know, actually really enjoy doing them so um, and hopefully for you chris it, you know it works for you to then be able to experience the videos that I do that you get a better insight into it. Yeah, yeah, no, it, no, it definitely works for me. But like I say, for the people, you know, that are thinking, well, you know, that's not my bag, you know, talking on videos, that's fine. You know, don't don't think that, you know, you have to change the the way the way you work and what makes you happy, you know, for what is, you know, really a very small amount of people, you know, the, the blind and visually uh impaired so uh, yeah I'd, I'd just say you know every now and then if you sort of like bear us in mind and do a video with some narration every now and then that's cool uh but yeah it's, it's your channel your rules do what you love to do that's really important mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to put anyone under duress and make them <laughs> not be themselves you know no, i've never felt under duress from you chris <laughs> well bloody hell i must try hard <laughs> No, but uh, I think what I'm saying is it, it opened up potentially. Yeah, we we get um, restricted by what we know, don't mm. we? You know, within life, you you're quite narrow in, in maybe you know your views and stuff. And sometimes it's meeting people, or being in a situation or whatever that actually opens up a, a new possibilities. You think, yeah. All right, you know, let's look at from never really thought about, you know, talking on the video, and there might be one or two people might like that, but it's. But actually, in some ways, the videos, sure, they're there, they help you, but they're actually there for everyone else. Mm. And then it leads on to the actual main videos of taking soundscapes instead of just putting music on the top, mm. which is basically what I'm going to do, or I did in the last video, and I'll carry on doing. So actually, uh, and it, it goes into the realms of filmmaking. You know, we watch any film, they've always got soundscapes that put on Foley sounds mm. that enhance the visuals. Yeah, it is it's starting to think and look around that side of things where how can we make this even a better product or video or entertainment for the people who are watching it actually by taking actually really thinking about the sound as well as the video as you know the the visuals because you know we are very visual focused but that's certainly part of communication you know there's so much more so so it's been yeah, it's been a great for me it's been a great process actually so thank okay. you you give me a lot yeah so this is quite a good time to ask you what has the maker community given you yeah well, that's kind of interesting you know it, it 
it's kind of mixed up, isn't it? So, you know, I've been a maker for for years, come to YouTube more recently and, um, you know, introvert working by myself. So you kind of feel like you're one person there doing it and you're, you're putting it up there. So I didn't really have much contact. And then Maker Central happened. And, you know, that's amazing, actually. You know, the, um, the community of makers who are out there who all came together and met each other and friendships made and yeah you know, it, it's not necessarily on a, a daily way but because you now know people and you can speak to them or get advice and they're just out there you know instagram's a big thing i didn't really know about instagram or wasn't really engaged with it but it's effectively where all makers are yeah uh, uh really enjoying that and that that's definitely where the feedback is you can put things out and comment and you know, get feedback on you know what you're doing so i wouldn't i wouldn't say the maker community feeds into me in a necessarily a creative way except obviously i'm watching other people's output and trying to learn from what i like from what other people are doing you know occasionally you might pick up techniques and and the likes there's always new skills to learn um but yeah but it, can we talk about blind, blind faith? I don't know if you were going to. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. So, and then, you know, this, this directs, I don't know, you know, people who are watching, uh, if, you know, aware, but Chris put out the video asking for help and advice to, you know, your channel was, I, I guess, would it be fair to say kind of stalled that you weren't getting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much stalled. And I was, and again, because, because I, I kind of live in a different world to everybody else. You, sure. you find yourself sort of like scrambling for answers, which, you know, everyone else can see and they're there in black and white. And, you know, because uh, I, I, I struggle a lot of the time to get information quickly and efficiently. Uh, yeah, I was beginning to uh, struggle to find some answers within myself so yeah. you know i was asking for uh you know some help and advice and yeah and i just ended up getting a bit emotional towards the end and you know i'm not a big crier by any means but it, it's like you know when i just had to put across that you know the the amount of time it takes a sighted person to do a video and that's a long time and people don't know how much time and effort goes into a video yeah. you know imagine what it's like for me you know uh it's it's everything's really tripled in time so what would take you a day to film you know probably take me a th three days you know to do and I, it was just frustration boiled over in a little bit of blubbing <laughs> so, no, so, but, it, but but it, it was fantastic yeah it, it, it touched me and i'm sure it touched a lot of people and you know i think they had to thank you for your honesty and you know your bravery of putting going out there and saying look i need some help can anyone give advice hmm. and uh, you know i, I kind of know where you are you know I've, I've struggled at times with you know you put out a video and you only get a you know, hundred views and you think i'll oh, put all this effort in and you know if you're putting this effort in you do need some feedback and the feedback's obviously yeah. by engagement from from others and uh, youtube's and social media is a very difficult place to be because you're often governed by maybe just the algorithms of youtube it's not being spread out there but and it is trying to get people in and 
you know, I did feel for you. So I, I decided that, you know, could I do something? So I, I did this little video called Blind Faith where I blindfolded myself and tried wood turning, mm. which um, was an amazing experience itself. And the idea was just to make this tiny little video, shove it on Instagram and, um, you know, hopefully raise some awareness. Yeah, some of it, I think, Chris, is you're so good at what you do. You know, we, we come to your channel and watch you wood turning and it's it's hard to, well, you forget that you're blind mm. because what you do is so, so you, you perfect it so well. And I think what I want to do is, you know, show a, a sighted person making themselves blind. Mm. Actually, what you do is incredibly hard. You know, you watch me really mess it up. Now go and watch the expert type thing. So, yeah. um, so it, it had some effect, and this this is kind of getting around where sort of the power of the maker community is that I knew my reach on Instagram is is tiny, and that only you know got three hundred subscribers, people so people watching me, and of those to come to you, probably only be a handful. And having been at Maker Central the previous year, you meet all these people, and so I banged off a few emails to people who I thought might have a grace of reach. And, you know, without exception, everyone said, yeah, no, that's brilliant. Yeah, we're definitely going to do stuff. Mm. And I, I think you probably had quite an uplift yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. It, it really wasn't me. I, I, I kind of feel like I was just that, that cog. Mm. And, but, but that was the power of Maker Central, really, and that, you know, I'd met Jimmy Dresta and I could bang off an email to him and by the next morning, he was vlogging about you guys. Yeah. But it, it was it was genuine. I, I had you know some lovely emails back and forth with him, and you know saying he'd met you. Thought, you know, thought you're fantastic. Yeah, no, sure. Let's you know shove some people in your way. And you know, I know from what you said that that it worked. And yeah, I, you know, I'm totally grateful to the maker community that they're out there and they're looking out for each other. Uh, you know, someone calls for some help, that they're there to help. And that's that's pretty amazing, really. Well, I think, you know, we're totally grateful to you for what you've done because, um, you know, you emailed all those guys and it did impact Chris's subscriber numbers. Mm. Um, but you've also been emailing me with so many ideas of things that we can do. And, you know, it's that input is invaluable it's it's really difficult trying to do something on your own in isolation mm. um and i'm not a big youtube expert it's never been something that i've i've done really until you know chris had his channel so there's so much that i still don't know and i'm still learning mm. but yeah that support was was just unbelievable and we can't thank you enough yeah well and, yeah, just before you start, you know, it's yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, just just wait a minute, Rob. Just calm down. Just, just yeah, you know, uh talking about the community, uh, you know, there there are lots and lots of people out there that sort of like support me and go that extra that extra yard to try and uh bring me up to speed with everybody else and you know there's probably quite a few of them watching this video now yeah. and commenting so you know who you all are but yeah like rob says we're all this amazing community we all pull together you know even the super super famous highly successful youtubers like jimmy deresta uh you know out there they they're willing 
to, uh, you know, say, yeah. And Jimmy DeRassa said to me, he says, Chris, you know, don't please don't get upset about it. You know, we're, we're, we're all here for each other and, you know, we help where we can. So, yeah, you're great. Mm -hmm. It's a great community uh, and everybody, by and large, you know, would, would do anything to help someone that really needed it. I think there's there's a a generosity of spirit that you get with the people in the maker community, and I think mm -hmm. you know, without exception, you see that with all the things that people do and say, and mm -hmm. you know, the emails that we get, the comments, it you know, it's it's all it's the whole package really of every all the support that we get, and it's overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, we're all there doing it, you know, the same as everyone else, aren't we? You know, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter if you're a maker and you've got a YouTube channel, or if you're a maker and you're making your shed at home. You know, we're all doing yeah. the same. We're all just people, and we've all got the same interests. So, you know, why would we not help each other? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think what I was, yeah, I think what I was aware of was, you know. I know I sent you quite a long email, sort of my thoughts of maybe things you could try to mm. you know, get things you know, moving a bit better. But I, I was just aware that it was, that was only my view, you know, one opinion out of lots. And actually, I think my desire was that I could get you lots of people coming to you to give you lots of ideas and mm. different ideas. And then you start getting a feel for, you know, 50 people start saying the same thing. That's probably the thing to change or try do you see what's happening yeah yeah definitely yeah uh i'm hope you know i hope that that's happened i, I know having look, looked at your videos uh you know there has been a lot of particularly after that video you put out you know there was a lot of support and love there and people yeah. suggestions and yeah, it, it was amazing yeah i've i've got um you know a notebook full of things that people have said and you know i'm just trying to implement as many as I can now. Um, yeah, but you've got to do your things in your own way. And I actually, I think what's hugely successful uh, from what I've seen on your channel is you know, your live streaming, you know, this this podcast and also the live streaming that you do with the turning. Because mm -hmm. that kind of like the demonstrations that you do and you know, that real interaction between the two of you and also yeah. you know, the people live chatting. And I think that, you know, I haven't really seen that anywhere else. And I, to me, that's that works really well, actually. Yeah. No, that's we're enjoying. Cool. We're definitely enjoying it. And yeah, uh, yeah. We're uh, it's, Nicholas said it's the year of go big or go home. So yeah. <laughs> I can't let the wife down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So tell us what you love to make. Uh. But it, uh, there's nothing specific. I love to make everything as long as it's making creating and making yeah it goes back to that whole thing it you know uh, it can be any material or anything so you know i i play a little bit of the guitar i wouldn't say that i'm you know, a musician but uh um i've been playing a few years now and to me that's exactly the same process as any other making you know you're just taking a, a material being it sound and you're having to learn a tool and put it together Mm. So, um, you know, I, I don't keep it specific to anything. So I, I actually think I've, um, you know, shorter tension span maybe in that I get bored quite quickly. So I like to flit around. 
lot from one thing to another and i'll be working on quite different things you know sure you know timber is my speciality you know that's what i trained in um and that's what i'm best at but i actually loving working with metal you know, it's a new material for me one that i avoided for many years uh, but i learned to weld a couple of years ago i know you you've started to weld now haven't you chris yeah and uh I, I really want to do some more stuff this year with with uh welding involved so uh yeah i'll definitely be uh, firing up the old mig this year and it's amazing you know suddenly uh, i'm not a great welder but suddenly you can stick metal together and then that opens up a whole load of more possibilities and you know maybe combining wood and timber and no not wood sorry timber and, and metal together in in projects where you know before you couldn't so just by having a little bit of skill or someone showing you or going on a course and you can pick up you know a whole new materials mm. but you know as you've seen you know i make rucksacks and clothing and mm. you know it, it really doesn't matter to me at all so yeah. normally my favorite thing is what i'm doing at the moment you know, and that, that becomes the you know the next new thing or yeah, you know. yeah. so yeah so i've got a um what am i making at the moment? i'm making um a rusty metal legged and maple stool at the moment so that's all right well my latest project um uh then i've got a box i'm going to be making um I want to get back into electronics a bit more. I've got, I've got so many <laughs> designs and pieces of paper. I haven't got enough time to make them, and it's, mm. uh, that's the biggest problem: is finding the time. For yeah, them. yeah. Actually, physically making these things, and a lot of them, them um, fall by the wayside. But uh, well, I, I have one. I'm going to let you into to the secret. I'm sure no one else is listening, but I, I have got one special. <laughs> have you not seen all these people on the chat? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's an interesting thing you guys probably realize and if anyone out there who, who subscribes and notice i dropped out to youtube for pretty much a year and i've just come back to it and i, I decided coming back that i'll kind of well come back to it in my own own way and I'm, I'm in a little way i'm trying to subvert youtube um I've, I've turned off my subscribe account i'll be turning off the likes and dislikes and it trying to get away from that whole thing of chasing numbers all the time oh. and as you're aware i, I now have my non-vlog my my spoken to camera bit as a hidden video embedded within in my video but i i have uh, a project which i'm really excited about which is then going to be hidden within the hidden video so the, you start getting these nested videos so if you're in the know you know where to find it and yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it because it, it's actually a type of project. It's, it's nearly, con well, it's not conceptual in that it will be a thing, but it, it takes into engineering and making and and visuals. Um, and that will be popping up. It, I'll, I'll be putting up sometime. Did you, you saw the little Instagram video I did of the flip book for the stickers? I yes, did? yeah. I'll be putting that up onto YouTube. So it very vaguely relates to that. So there'll be this kind of embedded series then from the videos going on, which yeah. 
um, effectively from the birth of the idea through so if people are really interested in it or, or get engaged they know where to find this little hidden project that's Hopefully. cool yeah so we'll take a number of months to make and then we'll be released as a project video yeah but my hope is that some people find it and actually like what's going on yeah and then you start getting some of the the feedback back and forth and comments and people can input and give ideas and you know maybe an engagement in that way and it'll be very small numbers but i'm cool that sounds, really, that sounds really cool yeah so um yeah so that that's going to be interesting so yeah i'm, I'm definitely playing around with what we can do with youtube and yeah just trying to find find the not not to be necessarily different but definitely ways that people other people aren't going about it i think there's there's ways to look at it and maybe in the way that films you know editing and filming of the videos to maybe bring in elements which other makers aren't doing and it because it kind of interests me really yeah. it's like having easter eggs isn't it yeah in video games yeah, yeah i was just thinking yeah. that yeah the, well no yeah, it'd be yeah. exactly that sort of thing hit the right block and it gives you access to somewhere else mm. Mm. when you're in the know you're you're part of a part private club and if yeah you're, you're you come and and find it and watch it again so I, actually i think well my hope is that you'll end up with a few people who are really into what you're doing who are actually in some ways more valuable than getting lots of people suddenly subscribing or watching a lots of views for something that you know maybe they watch for 10 seconds and flick onto something else yeah um, yeah I, I don't know if it'll work and in some ways it doesn't matter it's it's more that process of engagement yeah and it, it comes back to the whole creativity to me that's the creative side and maybe engaging with this platform it's a bit like how they used to write books you know things like sherlock holmes was serialized and i think charles dickens did the same yeah. you know each week or each fortnight you know you get the next installment and yeah, i hadn't thought of it in that way but yeah i suppose yeah you're building up a story as you go on yeah mm. yeah some some of it also is this this project for me is kind of out out of what i would normally do or think about doing um and I think by, in some ways, by starting the process and putting it out there, and one or two people might be interested, you feel it might get momentum. Because as I said earlier, it's, it's very easy. You get ideas and excited about them, but they get lost because you don't find the time or they get another idea comes along and crowds it out and gets moved by. But um, I, I thought by doing this, uh, it might move me into actually exploring and being creative in a way that maybe I haven't been in yeah in the past it's definitely going down more down the, the art art direction i think there will be more of, of that sort of content mm. that sounds really cool so our last question is tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you <laughs> <laughs> well there's probably lots of things it doesn't know about me. I, don't, I don't really tell people much at all but um it's trying to keep something relevant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's lots of things in the past. You know, I used to be a mountaineer and climber. I've been to the Arctic and, you know, wow. and stuff like that. But in some ways, uh, you know, I was thinking about it today and that, that was kind of like 20 odd, 25 years ago. So it feels like it's another life. But um, something that I am, which people, I'm not sure anyone knows, but have, do you guys know of the website Instructables? Have you heard of one? No, no. 
it, it it's pretty big. You should should look it up. Um, it, it's um, a how-to website. So you go on there. It's, it's by far the best thing. If you want to know how to make anything, I, I first found it when I started to learn some electronics and Instructables comes up. Yeah. It, it's amazing site. And I've, I've written a lot of Instructables to effectively initially just push people towards my YouTube videos, but it, it then became a thing in itself. And the, it's, uh, it's a great way, great place to, to learn how to present your work in a step-by-step -step way. But it's a brilliant place to go if you want to know anything you know, from yeah. cooking to electronics to woodwork, metalwork and everything. Um, but I'm a judge for Instructables because they, they have these competitions where uh, you put your Instructable and then you can enter quite cool competitions. You know, there's really nice prizes. You know, I've been in quite a few. So you get, you know, just by getting a finalist, you get a T-shirt with the Instructables rope <laughs> on. Or, um, the speakers I have on my PC are one from, from one for electronic projects. And uh, I've won quite a bit. So they, they have a lot of online judges. Um, I'm a judge on um, Instructables. Uh, Oh, that's pretty cool. That you hear, is, yeah. You, yeah, you heard it. Heard it. Heard it. <laughs> oh, no, my, my brain, brain yeah, heard it here first, folks. Uh, Prickly Sauce is a judge for Instructables. So go and check it out. That sounds really cool. I'm going to listen yeah, to that. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. No, I've not that. heard of that before. Yeah. Uh, it's a good site. Yeah. Every maker should be there. Yeah. A lot, a lot, oh, a lot of the makers at uh, Maker Central are um, Instructables. Yeah, well, there's a couple of them are saying that they've come across Instructables in the chat. Yeah, cool. So, well, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us for our Maker Monday segment. It's been really fascinating talking to you, and I think I'm going to have to ask you later about going to the Arctic because <laughs> um, that's of interest to me. I'm well into Shackleton yeah, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And uh, like we say, you know, stick around, Rob. It's been really insightful. Excuse the uh, you know the blind <laughs> joke, but you know, sat there listening to to uh, you answer the questions and getting to know you a little bit better. It's been really really cool. Uh, so yeah, stick around. And as we're talking about what's been going on in our lives. Uh, I think you're going to get a couple more mentions anyway uh, as to what's just happened over the past weekend and stuff. So, yeah, huge thanks, Rob. Uh, and, yeah, please uh, feel free to chip in. Yeah. Uh, I'm hanging out with you guys, so it's an absolute pleasure for me. <laughs> no, no, thank thank you so very much for uh, agreeing to be our guest and... Uh, our second guest. Yeah, our second guest. Yeah. So let me just see who's on uh, the chat. Um, Wagga said, good chat. Dave the Wood Barber, great chat, Rob. Um, Wagga says, time for a gin, Chris. Uh, let's I know. Just see. I know. A uh, couple of comments about instructables. Uh, Andy Pugh, I sometimes struggle with the idea of make a family. You don't get to choose families, which, if they are dysfunctional, is a problem. Um, Size on uh, Christine Hesseltine, um, Mike Atkinson, uh, Blue Light Turner. Uh, the makers community is like a massive extended family. Yeah. 
Um, Good evening, everybody, by the way. Yeah, as... Leona was on, but she's had to go because um, I think she had to put her child to bed. Uh, so, yeah, um, thank you very much for being here, everybody. Um, so if you've anything you want to add, just uh, stick it in the comments um, and I'll try and keep up with the messages. Um, so what have we been doing this week well flipping heck what a week <laughs> what a week where where do, how far are we going back to well uh, the first thing was we interviewed um oh, matthew. matthew yes uh what day was that tuesday tuesday so yeah we'll we'll go chronologically shall we that's a good way of yeah uh, of, of working things out as we discuss yeah so on tuesday you've heard me mention that uh lancaster university had been in touch and you know were massively inspired by my story and they wanted to help uh, and it was somebody we know called dominic who's a graduate of lancaster uni who uh who's been helping uh in in various different ways and he said you know he would have a chat with some of his friends at lancaster and i got a chat sorry i got a, a call from lucy from lancaster uni who sort of like heads up the internship program. Steady on. <laughs> and then uh, she uh, sent us some CVs. Yeah. Uh, and we interviewed uh, a, a very, very, very fine young gentleman from Hong Kong. Yeah. So he's... Uh, John Wick. Uh, yeah, he's a very big John Wick <laughs> fan. And Nicholas said... Uh, he had a, a very nice suit on. Yeah, very natty suit. Very yeah. natty suit. Uh, you said he sort of like had shoulder length hair. Yeah, his hair was sort of like John Wick, sort of straight down. Um, yeah, he's definitely modelling himself on John Wick. Yeah, he's obviously in his early 20s. He's from Hong Kong. He's been over here for a couple of years now studying uh, film and media and film production. So we interviewed him, got on really, really well, showed him the workshop, uh, and we offered him the position. So that was really, really cool. It takes him about 45, 50 minutes to get here from train, on, uh, on the train from Lancaster. Uh, and the following day, Lucy from Lancaster, she, you know, had a follow-up call with me. Just asking how it went. I said it went amazing. I've offered him the job. I didn't. I didn't offer to check with her first. I just straight in and said, "No, he'll do for me. What a what a great lad!" And he's totally up for it. So he's 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 Matthew Z. Yeah, T S E. T S E. So it's Matthew and then Z. Z. Uh, so he starts on the nineteenth of June, folks. So yeah. I've in, initially got him for one hundred and forty hours. So I've already said, well, us blind holes love routine and what once we get you know settled in a routine we're, we're quite loath to part with something so i said is there any chance of keeping him for another 140 hours uh if if we get on and she said well it has been done before generally we like to offer the next 140 hours to someone else uh she says but i completely get it with you being blind and you know you'll get to know him he'll get to know you how he how he works and so uh, hopefully uh, we can keep hold of Matthew for a bit mm -hmm. longer. So, yeah, 19th of June he starts and he's having a bit of time off August, September to go back to Hong Kong to visit his mum and dad. Great lad. So that went that went really well. So I've got an, an intern 
uh, so we'll be uh, filming yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah happy videos. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. So that was Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, we went to St Vincent's School for the blind. Yeah, blind and visually impaired in Liverpool. Mm. So the, we had a school dinner, didn't we? We did have a school dinner. <laughs> what did we have? Fish cakes, fish mashed potatoes, mashed potato, veg. Yeah, some veg, peas and sweet corn. Yeah, something have. like that. It's very nice dinner. So we're in the dining room with all the kids <laughs> flipping eggs. Some memories came flooding back then. Not all of them good ones. <laughs> mm. So yeah, uh, yeah. The the school principal, Doctor John Patterson. He was a PhD, uh, not a medical doctor. He'd been in touch and asked if we could go down and talk to the kids and maybe do a demo. So we went with uh, all the lathe and all the kit in the car and uh, we didn't want to do a demo inside because it was a lovely room and carpeted. So we, we did it outside on the pavement and got set up uh, and had a great, great, day there i turned a gobbler and the kids were coming and listening and mm. i was again talking to them explaining what was going on and they'd come over and have a feel when i'd stopped uh, and i think uh, dr john would ultimately like me to teach wood turning there mm. to the to the students because it's a very progressive school they do parkour they yeah. was, we met free the parkour run, yeah. guy free running. they do free running so very progressive school and Wednesday is what's called enrichment day where the the had uh, Morris who's a retired electronic warfare uh, officer mm. out of the Royal Air Force so he's teaching some of the the kids uh, electronics you know and especially things that electronics that can be used to make their lives possibly a bit easier in the future so there's, there's some professionals that turn up and there's a guy that wrote, writes poetry, he turns up. So there's been poetry classes and uh, there's a big French vibe in the school, isn't there? And yeah. there's English and French signs all over yeah. the place, she said. So a great school. So hopefully we'll be doing more. And Tom came. Yeah, and Tom. Yeah, sorry, Tom Walker, the freelance journalist who did my story for Radio 4. He goes in and does a, a journalism a media class. So they sort of, interviewed you as well. Yeah, so they interviewed me. So that was really cool. So it was great to meet Tom mm. again. So that was Wednesday. So much has been going on this past week. And then we got home Wednesday afternoon and we said, let's leave everything in the car because we're off tomorrow to uh, Devon. So we went to Devon, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Thursday. Thursday. Um, stayed over on the Thursday night. And then on the Friday, we spent the day in Axminster. At the yeah. HQ, yeah, Axminster HQ. So that was a really, really cool day. Yeah, we got there early on in the month. Well, not very early. It was about... we gate crashed a meeting, didn't we? We got there and <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tim, yeah, the family, the family uh, that own Axminster Tools and Machinery and have, mm. have owned it since it started. Uh, the family name is Styles. So uh, we, we, yeah, we gate crashed the skill centre where Colwyn and Craig and Jason teach and uh, we gate crash that and Tim Styles, who's the head of product development, was just talking to the, the the craftsman there. So we got out of Dodge pretty quick after we'd interrupted that. We went and had a cup of tea. Yeah. Met up with Wayne Asher, who's the retail engagement manager. Yeah. Uh, who sort of like chaperones us 
when, when yeah, we he looks, he looks, he looks after, after us when we go down and he um he's responsible for all the retail stores um so he sort of looks after those i'm not entirely sure quite what the remit of his role is but it's to do with all the stores um he's involved with um tracking results and seeing what the impact of demos is and stuff like that yes so that was cool uh we we had lunch yeah uh it was uh we had a meeting yeah which we'll we'll keep stum for now yeah i can't really say much about that yeah. yet yeah well we had a meeting and and then we were given by uh sorry we, we got to talk to alan who's tim's brother yeah who's who's the managing director now of axminster yeah uh so uh, yeah, I had a quick word with Alan. He was getting off somewhere, wasn't he? Uh, he was finishing early, but quite a few of them finished early because it was Friday mm -hmm. at this time. Uh, and then we had a full guided tour by Tim Styles yeah. of the whole premises. Yeah. That was so cool. That was cool. And they, and again, <laughs> we, we promise we won't mention. Yeah, it's obviously there's a lot of stuff is proprietary, but um uh, it's, it's they've got leading edge technology there and it's a state um, of the art i yeah. had no idea that the, the place was so big and it's it's really just you know there was uh unit after unit and they've got the engineering workshops uh they've got which is state of the art have investing heavily mm -hmm. in technology uh they have the the warehousing, the warehousing which yeah. is all you know uh smart system conveyors yeah. and barcoded yeah stock control and tubs going along totes going along the conveyors and getting scanned and if they need to stop automatically at a specific point they were doing so that was amazing and that's on three floors yeah the packaging department the order picking goods inwards and then the actual warehouse they have these amazing forklift trucks that run yeah <laughs> that uh sort of like the driver goes rail, yeah, well, the, well a line, yeah gu guided lines and set in the concrete floor so they don't crash into the the racking and you know these forklift trucks the driver goes up with them because he's going up really high so he can see exactly what mm. he's picking uh you know amazing amazing place and it was it was I it was, was it was really cool i oh. love going um behind the scenes so whenever i've been to a client's premises and they said oh do you want to tour oh yeah i'm on it yeah. um but yeah it was it was really um really cool really just top notch wasn't it and yeah, i love seeing some of the um some of the things that they make just the actual process um because obviously i'm not i'm not like a, a, a an engineer or anything but no, we're just, talking to engineers there though weren't we? yeah but i just like seeing um how something is made and um so that was really and we're talking really to some you know you know time served engineers that have been there for 24 years 24 years nigel yeah. and then there was nathan who's an apprentice you know so they have a great uh, apprenticeship program there training the next generation of engineers yeah. and technicians uh so that was really cool the 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 concentrate very much so on family and helping their staff yeah you know the the whole philosophy of the of the axminster group is you know we look after our own really well i think whenever i go and see a business you can tell a lot about a business by the way the staff engage with you as a visitor 
um, it's, it speaks volumes and you can usually tell how a business treats their staff just by how they talk to you when you go and visit. Yeah. And I think everybody that came over, people were chatting to us. Yeah. There was that guy who was uh, reading the books later on. He came over and talked to us and yeah. so many people just came and sat with us and had a drink. Yeah, and but you chat. know why, don't you? Well, yeah, I know, yeah. but <laughs> but a lot of people yeah. just still would still ignore you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are really it's a great really setup. friendly and, and the uh, engaged. Yeah, we sort like walk through the offices again where obviously they have a big online presence and they send stuff all around the world, you know. Yeah. And funnily enough, when we got there in the morning, Megan, who was at Maker Central, uh, and she was helping uh there's uh, a thing called Brymark Tools, which is part of the Axminster Group, mm. and they are importers, wholesale importers for Proxon and Tormek. So when we was at Maker Central, obviously Nicola was taking me around in between demos, the, the stands. We got talking to the people at Tormek, so that was Clive from Brymark, Megan, who was staying at our hotel, part yeah. of the uh, Axminster entourage, and Pontus, who's one of Tormek's uh, representatives, so he's Swedish, mm -hmm. uh, and they were asking, you know, if I used uh, Tormek, and I said, no, I've got Tormek jig, but I had to get sort of like a, a cheaper version of a Tormek uh, because I couldn't afford a Tormek. So you could tell in the voice that it was like, well, we're going to sort that out <laughs> straight away. So when we was at Axminster on Friday morning, Megan came over and she said, yeah, got a little surprise for you. So she said, what? She said, well, what have you always wanted? And, you know, I said, what? She said, we've got a brand new Tormek T8 for you. And she said, it's here, you know, ready for you to take home with you today. Well, back, you know, put in your car. Can't believe it. So, yeah, they gave me a brand new Tormek T8, uh, which is absolutely chuffing unbelievable. So thank you so very much, uh, Axminster and Brymark Tools, Tormek and Pontus, Clive and Megan. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. So that that blew my mind as well. So, yeah, great day. And then uh, we've had, we had a couple of, we, we were sort of like trying to eat fish because we're there right yeah. on the south coast. <laughs> Let's we eat. had, we did have some, we, well, you had calamari, I had a bit of yours. Mm -hmm. We had massive cod and chips on the first night at... The malt house. The malt house in Seaton. We we stayed in Seaton, um, and uh, yeah, that was just massive, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and then on the second night, we went to the ship. Yeah, that was a nice um, meal. Can't remember what did I have? Chicken. I can't remember what I had. No, I I had uh, the calamari again. You had, yeah, yeah, pate. Um, yeah, that's right, yeah. But that was that was a really nice meal. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and we went because we were near the sea. Um, we went down to the sea, didn't we, on the Thursday night before yeah, on we the went beach. on the way to the um, the restaurant. Um, and Bamba didn't want to get his feet wet. <laughs> no, so we went we went very close down to the sea front, yeah, and we ended up all getting our feet wet. <laughs> So I'm sludging around Seaton with soggy feet all night. Uh, funny. So, uh, 
Yeah, and they, it's not like it, a very, very uh, pebbly beach. And yeah. as, you, as you're walking along it, you're sinking into it. And It was hilarious, yeah. wasn't it? And it, it sort of it undulates and, yeah. as well. So it dips down and then it flattens out, dips down. and Trying to so. fight for traction, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then coming back, we were just as bad. Yeah. Bamba was kind of pulling you up. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. So it actually, mm. it, it worked well. It's having having a sled a sledding dog, mush mush, pulling me back up the the shale and the pebbles. So that was really funny. Um, let me just read a few things out. Uh, Dave the Wood Barber says, "Will you be helping in a design for the visually impaired?" Can't tell you. Gotta, <laughs> gotta kill you. Um. He says Axminster has customer service that's second to none. Wayne the Wood Turner says he's dealt with Axminster for over 30 years, love them. Yeah. Um, and lots of people have said nice about the Tormek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy Seaton is lovely. We enjoyed it. And the Premier in there is really nice. It's quite a new one. It's lovely, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, two years old. Mm. Uh, Dave the Wood Barber, do you have any idea if you'll be doing a demo at Newcastle? Yeah, yes, we are. Um, as Wayne the Woodturn says, I think it is September. Without looking, I'm not sure what date it is, but if you go on our website or the Axminster website, the date will be on there. Um, he says, I will dig my hole now then, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. right, yeah, because you'd have to kill him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're not killing anybody, but... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Um, like Sheldon says, you've made the list. <laughs> Nobody's on my list. I love everybody. I think that's one of my nicest features. I always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Be nice to everyone. Well, it's much nicer. It's much nicer to be nice. Nice things happen when you're nice. So what did you on Saturday then? Oh, well, Saturday is one of those sort of like wood-turning demo things again, weren't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Saturday was demo day, so we got there uh, in plenty of time to set up and get acclimatised and get in the zone and psych yeah. yourself up and start the mental processes of, you know, uh, beginning to work through the, the projects in my head and having a couple of cups of tea. And yeah, that Some was cool. Some guy called Prickly Sauce yeah, came. Yeah, Prickly well, Sauce came. Uh, some other subscribers, uh, Dave Corden. Yeah, uh, who's a partially sighted ex police motorcyclist, so it was cool to meet up with him. Uh, and uh, a couple we met at Biggin Hall Hotel, Country Hotel, yeah, at Christmas. They they came. They came. Uh, it was a great demo, and all in the in the morning because obviously you know people get up and come out and. Uh, they're really inspired and fired up. Oh, we've done the sort of like Facebook Live video for Axminster as well, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, we did Facebook Just saying, you know, we're here and come and hang out with us today. Uh, so we did that with Wayne Asher. So, yeah, the, the crowd was really great. And, yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, it was good banter, wasn't it? It was good banter. Uh, and I, I think Axminster said that, you know, that people had, uh, you know, been been buying quite a few bits, including mm. you, Rob, eh? <laughs> Yeah, expensive day. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Rob. Uh, oh yeah, actually, and Rob brought me this huge. Uh, it's pear. It's it's still green, but it's this huge pear stump, and it feels a bit burly. 
uh, in more ways than one, it's got a fair bit of weight in it, but it, <laughs> it has got some of that burl element. Just having a quick feel of it. So, yeah, thanks for that, Rob. That'll be the single most biggest lump I'll have ever turned when I actually get it onto the lathe. So, that was awesome. No, a great demo. In the morning, I did some turning and the power carving and texturing and airbrushing and embellishing. Uh, and we've left that there with Axminster to just put on display in their stuff because they provided the blanks. So, yeah. Uh, that was cool. And then we broke for lunch and had a chat, and some Axminster staff members came yeah. and hung out and had photographs with me. And then the, uh, the the second part of the demo in the afternoon was uh, a, a goblet because after doing one on Wednesday, I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to do another one. And the goblet it did end up being an absolutely cracking goblet, you know, medieval style yeah, with a nice. with a, a nice bead on the stem, uh, and not as good as yours, though, Dave. Hey. Eh? So it was a lovely gobbler, and there was a guy in the audience who's not been turning long, and he struggled. He's been doing some goblets, but struggling with them. So I gave him the goblet, you know, for him to go away and, you know, replicate and measure and uh, try and try and copy it. So it, it was an absolutely cracking day. Really, really did enjoy it. I enjoy all my demos because we were discussing before, you know, that interaction and talking about stuff and describing stuff and, you know, engaging and being silly. It was mm. cool. Really was cool. Well, I think everybody was asked, they were asking you lots of questions and mm. I think it, that's, for me, that makes a really good demo because you've got that to and fro and that engagement. Mm. And also um, they couldn't get the camera to work. So it was very difficult for people to actually see inside the bowl um, so people were stood on the left-hand side so that they could see that side of the lathe. Mm. But And there was one lady there who was, she made copious notes all day about everything you were doing and what oh, you were yeah. using. She, she was interesting what, because she, she'd previously been a professional woodturner, this lady, and uh, she'd not done any for years and years. And she found out about my demo and she came and she was taking notes and, you know, obviously technology has moved on uh, lots since she since she was last working uh, at a lathe. So she was taking lots and lots of notes, asking great questions. She was so inspired. She said, that's it, you know, I, I haven't come and seen you. You know, I can't wait now to get making things. And it sounds like she's already got a couple of commissions booked. Right. Uh, so that was awesome. So, yeah, after quite a long time away from the lathe i think she said she's not been very well yeah so uh yeah it was cool really cool so yeah. there was a great mix of people there you know young and i heard a couple of youngsters in the mm. in the seats with you know parents and yeah people from all walks of life there and all ages so it was really really amazing yeah nice and <laughs> um, blue light turn has had to go he's been demoing over the weekend and camping so he says he needs a nice bubble bath um, <laughs> and wayne bigfoot woodcraft said use yorkshire grit to scrub your back uh yeah, says, micro fine for his head <laughs> see that's glenn should diversify yeah into bath products gr yeah grooming <laughs> products for the for the returning male maker Everyone will be going out with shiny heads. 
<laughs> so, um, anybody got anything they'd like to add? Uh, anything I've not covered because I've missed it? Uh, any questions for Rob? Um, do feel free. We know he's still there. We can. Yeah, can we, hear him laughing. We can hear him laughing <laughs> in the background. Um, lots of hellos. Um, Blue Light Turner said he'd been turning. He's just got in from three days demonstrating at Amberlin Museum. Uh, I right. think he's he's gone now for his bubble bath. Mm. Um, Deborah Beardall, um, uh, Steve, Harry, and Demi. Uh, I don't know if they're still on, but they were on. Um, Mr. Maker, Master Maker. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Even if you've gone, hello. Yes, yeah, uh, Sai. Do I say Sai? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Sai. You said before about uh, Sai. Christine Hesseltine. Uh, think. Hopefully, I've not missed anybody. Joe. Uh, Joe's Bow Boutique. Uh, so, uh, when is Rob putting out his next video? That's a question, isn't it? I, I don't think you've got video on me now, have you? No, no. You no, just... No, no, it's going to be more sporadic than it was in the past. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it's probably going to be a month, I would have thought. Maybe. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of expecting maybe only to do half a dozen videos each year now it might be a bit more but then you've got to remember there's going to be three videos for every video with the hidden ones so yeah. there's quite a bit more work in that but um yeah i, I haven't yet decided what the next video is going to be oh. but also the other thing i'm doing is little videos on instagram as well so it's worth checking out there and i'm i'm doing these micro videos purely yeah. for instagram as well so so uh, where are you putting them on are you putting them on um your stories are you using IGTV? No, just straight embedded in Instagram. Maybe. Right. Yeah, as I have done, as I did for the Blind Faith video. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't really got into stories, but it's... it's stories are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just a different format. So I actually, the videos I'm putting on Instagram are taking the same, uh, like, filmic qualities that I try and get on my YouTube yeah and put them onto instagram but the great thing is they can only be a minute long and yeah. that's, that's a real challenge to try and tell a story in a minute um uh, but it suits some projects which maybe aren't good enough to put on a longer format like youtube so mm. yeah just playing around with it all but yeah it is going to be about a month before i probably get the next one out mm. i was um i need to sit down and edit some of the video i made at maker central because um, I went round in the morning before everybody got there and just sort of made a bit of behind-the-scenes video. Mm. But I really want to edit it because I got a bit of Jimmy DiResta and um, a few other people, and um, I just want to kind of preserve it and uh, put it out there. So I'm thinking of doing that on IGTV, which is on Instagram. Um, so once I've got it edited, I'll get that put up. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll look out. I'll look out for that. I haven't... Yeah, don't hold your breath because it's going to take me probably most of this week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's something awesome. I want yeah. to do. Yeah. Oh, I know. I can. Re I remember what else we did. We went to Lime Bay Winery. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 
last well christmas just gone uh, i got uh, from mike newman the world's fastest blind man and his wife karen i got a lovely uh sort of like three bottle selection of lime bay mead so nicola cunningly uh read the label and said flipping it they're from axminster so i went right when we're down there in the summer want to check them out and we did mm. so i got a couple of bottles of mead i got a rhubarb mead which is yeah. very nice i've started having the, the odd swig of that and i got a black cherry mead as well and i had some of the black cherry at christmas absolutely divine stuff uh and i also got a bottle of sort of like salted caramel salted caramel cream liqueur yeah so obviously you can have a little sample of these in the winery before you buy. Uh, so you did. So I did. Yeah, I'd have just stayed there all day, quaffing mead. Yeah. So it was it was amazing. And so that salty caramel liqueur, it's like Bailey's on steroids. Yeah, a lot stronger than Bailey's. Uh, it's got much more of that brandy kick to it. Uh, but they do all their own wine, ciders, ales. Uh, you got some non-alcoholic. Yeah, I got. I love apple juice. Um, I remember going to Kent to visit a friend. This is going back years ago, and we went to um, a farm nearby, and they did apple juice, and it was just the best. Mm, yeah. um, so I got some of that. And what else did you get? Um, ginger something or other. So I don't know what that is. I think it's, it's sparkling ginger it's, something. So like a really traditional. Organic, like ginger beer, like I guess. ginger beer. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie, Charlie's uh likes the odd little bit of mead, and obviously he's old enough to drink now and stuff. So we got Charlie a little bottle of traditional mead, and he even did one. Obviously, they do the ginger meads and the fruit ones, but uh she said, "Oh, garden mead." So I said, "What's in that?" And she said, "Oh, it's got a bit of mint." So I was intrigued, uh, and having spoke to Charlie, said, "Well, it's worth a try." So. Uh, they do mail order, obviously, and ship mm. stuff out. And I think it's about £6, the shipping cost, they said. Oh, right. Something like that. So uh, I think we might give that uh, minty garden mead a try at Christmas. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we've got Charlie a, a half bottle of traditional mead. So uh, Charlie doesn't like the ginger one. Uh, and I, 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 wouldn't, no. I wouldn't get the ginger one because it will give me chronic heartburn, yeah. the ginger. So, uh, yeah. Leona says, are you actually supposed to have samples or did you just stick your head under the tap? No, no, no. They they graciously offered me some samples. Yeah, they had uh, sample, sample glasses that they gave you just yeah. a bit in, didn't they? Yeah, so, yeah, you just have a little, tiny little uh, glug. Uh, T plus G making says, so more visits down south required then. Well, we have got a, a mead distillery just up the road just up yeah. the road uh, yeah. 10 minutes away from us really in bolton uh, and that's the lancashire mead company uh, and it is cracking mead it's uh, the the guy that founded it is a druid and he his meads are called things like odin's blood and Van vikings blood and vampires blood really really good quality mead but you can obviously taste the difference between lime bay Mm. and Lancashire mead mm. uh, and the, the first time I found out about Lancashire mead was uh, the night shop at Conway Castle where you, where I got my Viking swords and axes and my Beowulf helm from 
uh, Toby. He said, oh, Chris, he said, we get our mead from somewhere near you, uh, Bolton. So I said, yeah, it's not far. So uh, that's, I found out. And you can go there. Again, you can try before you buy. Uh, so, yeah, if you live up here, this neck of the woods, mm -hmm. uh, it's just in Horwich, really, near Rivington, Rivington Barn. Yeah. So, yeah, if you, yeah, if you, if you feel the need, the need for mead. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can hear, but there's uh, bambas underneath my desk. He's snoring. And he's now snoring. <laughs> he's just, he likes being in these small spaces, doesn't he? Yeah. I think I can hear him. Can you? Can you yeah. hear him? Yeah. Let's just be quiet for a second. <laughs> no. Not doing it so much now. No. Um, Funny. So T plus G makey says G gets his coat. <laughs> hmm. uh, the pub next to Lee's Brewery in Middleton used to sell their own created ales. That was interesting flavours. Hmm. That's Dave the Wood Barber. Where does Dave live? Oh, he's in Mank originally. Are you, are you somewhere near Middleton, Dave? Um, so, right. Um, is there anything else? I think we're pretty much up to speed with what's been happening. Yeah. We're, we're actually uh, at home round and about weeks. for two weeks. Yay. And then it's the next one is Martin Saban Smith's Neck of the Woods. Basingstoke. Axminster Tools and Machinery, Basingstoke. Uh, so, yeah, that's the next one. So I've got some time over the next couple of weeks to do some wood turning for myself and yeah. maybe do some videos. It's Tuesday tomorrow night, so I'll be doing a U tube live yeah what are you doing are you doing something or talking turning and tea when i do a talking turning and tea okay uh so uh yeah please i'll drop in if you're not doing anything uh, anything what time are you doing it half past seven um the other thing to mention is i am um compiling a list of uh people who um, have expressed an interest in coming on the podcast and doing Maker Monday. Um, and next week it will be Wayne the Woodturner. Um, so I've got a couple of other names on here and I'll be making contact to uh, firm up days. But if anybody else is interested in joining us, um, please let us know and we'd love to have you on. And as we said before, if you make something, whatever you make, um, however long you've been doing it, you're very welcome to come on. Um, and as you hear, the questions are very simple um, and it's just talking about making and your love of making. So do let us know um, if you'd like to be uh, on with us. Um, Dave says um, he lives in Morpeth. Uh, Northumberland, but was born in North Manchester General and grew up in Blakely. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Martin was in Cardiff on Saturday. Yeah, we saw that. Oh, I, I think oh, we, he got we in knew touch. He, we, that he was uh, there. Yeah. Um, that looked really good. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, he, he sort of like, he texted me and said, you know, best of luck with everything, and I texted him back and put, yeah, uh, 
thanks you too sort of thing uh so yeah he's pretty has he finished now he's i'm not that's sure road trip. he finishes his road trip before we do obviously you know his his uh it's like when you bring a new album out you do a tour to accompany it <laughs> but when you bring bring out some new hampshire sheen you do a demo to accompany it yeah so uh yeah obviously martin's been doing his uh but you spotted some hampshire sheen on the racks in the warehouse didn't you hello chris chris to nicola <laughs> Comments. We're talking to Nicola, and I can just hear her giggling, and I'm thinking she's not giggling at me because it's not that funny Sorry, talking what did, about. What did you say? You spotted some Hampshire sheen on the racks in the warehouse at Axminster yeah. headquarters. Yeah, in yeah. The, yeah I was I was going around reading what was on some of the um the racks, mostly stuff that you've got. So I was yeah. like, oh, Arbitec, oh, Proxon, Proxon. Hampshire sheen. Uh, what was the other one? Um, what's the one in the taller bottles that he does intrinsic oh yeah the, yeah uh, intrinsic yeah. and yeah, yeah so mm -hmm. i was reading out all the stuff that you have mm -hmm. um i like watching dave the wood turner it's been great watching you tonight i'm billy no mates this week in the caravan at maplethorpe oh <laughs> well no. thanks for joining us that's no deborah beard oh. so are we done? I think I think that we're pretty much done. So, uh, what time are we on now? Uh, five to nine. Five to nine. That's that's pretty much par for the course, really, isn't it? We're yeah, doing about, about an, an hour, and a, hour and a half. Yeah, which is cool. Which is a, a, a great time. Uh, yeah, hour and a half. We could sit and talk all night, of course. You know, we could really go off on some weird <laughs> stuff. Flipping heck! And, you know, we're talking about. Things that go bump in the night, the possibility of life on other planets, all that sort of stuff. That real mind warping, brain expanding stuff. I could sit up and talk about all night, uh, but that isn't on this forum. No. Uh, any, anyway, we'll, we shall keep it makerish. <laughs> mm. So, um, thank you very much, Rob, for joining us tonight and um, for talking to us about making and everything that you do and. Thank you again for everything that you've done for us as well. It's yeah. it's just been amazing. You the man. You the yeah. man. Yeah, thank you so Absolute much. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. It's been great hanging out with you guys this evening. No, thank oh. you so very much. Oh. I hope we've not kept you up too too late. <laughs> we know you're you're busy, but you're you like you say, you're off for a bit of time with the kids, aren't you, this midterm? So yeah. Did mention got, a, got a few days down in Cornwall, so we'll get out surfing and the like. So yeah, it'd be cool. That would be good. Yeah. Um, did you mention you've got a different chair? Well, right at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, we've. Can you see we're sort of. I've I've I've, I've got off my uh, train <laughs> trainer chair now, and I'm onto an adult one. So, <laughs> well, that sounds just as bad when I say I'm on a high chair. That sounds. <laughs> I can't get away from this, you know, infantile. <laughs> Right, it, look, it looks more balanced, put it that way. All right, cool. Um, Jamie Page has just arrived, said, Evening, Dan, I missed it. Um, oh, Jamie, Jamie, great show from Andy Pugh. Sai, take care, everyone. Mike Atkinson, you guys rock. You rock um, too, Mike. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah, yeah, is uh, one of one of uh, one of the family, really. Mike, yeah, he's been supporting me from uh. 
right from the get-go, really. Uh, a masterful wood-turner. He's from Peoria in Illinois. Uh, he's yeah, a motorcyclist. He, he, he plays guitar. An amazing guy. Uh, yeah, one of the family, that's for sure. Uh, so, yes. Hi, Mike. Hope uh, you and your posse is doing well. He does great things. He does great charity work at Christmas time in the winter, you know, riding around with the gang on the bikes, going to the children's hospitals. Uh, absolutely amazing bloke. So, yeah, wonderful to hear from you again, bro. Yeah, I've got so I've got thousands of brothers and sisters. It's amazing. <laughs> right then. Well, thank you all very much. Um, you can catch the podcast again um, on YouTube and also as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, um, and wherever you listen to podcasts, you should pretty much find it. So, so that's it, really. Yeah, uh, shall I say, don't forget to like, share, comment, and yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe, everybody, and keep on turning and keep on making. Yeah. Thank you all very much. Cheers, Rob. Thanks, everyone. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye.